0: Praise God. Praise God. We got to switch us over. Hold on one second. We're on the wrong camera. Hallelujah. We're good. We're good. There we go. There we go. There we go. Praise God. Today we are um, if you can go to a blank side. Holly, That's good. We are starting a new sermon series on today. Um, and God is just so amazing yesterday he allowed us to feed um, uh, serve our food pantry on yesterday and so we are just real thankful for that on today Um, and I say thank you to everyone that um, that helped out we couldn't do it without you honestly we couldn't do it without you (coughs) could not do it without you at all so we just say thank you that's right thank you for that um c- can you turn me d- i think i'm a little loud um not on the 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 I, th- I think i should be fine let me turn this microphone off this might be giving me some feedback hallelujah all right hopefully i'm i'm okay can y'all hear me okay all right if you can hear me okay out on facebook give me a thumbs up all right um we do want you to share and like our video i just thank y'all for watching us on facebook live or not Facebook, but social media on all social media platforms, even on our own Open Altar Worship Center TV channel, because we do have that. Um, so you can catch us anywhere, all over the world, um, and and uh, see what's going on here at Open Altar Worship Center. Um, as I said before, we did do our our food uh, pantry on yesterday, and we say thank you for that. We are in our Toys for Tots drive, so if you have Um, If if you are in need of getting toys for uh, your little ones, I uh, encourage you to either, uh, if you're watching us via social media, put it in the chat box that um, just put your name and please contact me, um, email address. You can email us at uh, info at com if uh, you would like to receive toys assistance on this year. Choice for Tots. The cut off date is November the 8th and I'm going to try to extend it till November the 22nd because I still yet have people coming in and, and um, uh, requesting assistance so I would encourage you to take advantage of that um, if you're w- in the building or if you are um, watching us via social media. Um, great opportunity. Um, and uh, I think that was, the other piece is is that um we could not do what we do without the support of our, our volunteers, of our partners. So um, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for um, everyone that volunteers. We have uh, partners from op- uh, other ministries. Even yesterday I found out that um, uh, uh, some of our Hispanic uh community uh, they always come out but it was so good to have an interpreter here on yesterday to help to bridge that gap um so I praise God for sister Connie <laughs> and her mother for coming out and helping us to bridge the gap uh with our Hispanic community as well as we had someone from Atlantic Shores uh uh, in, uh fellowship Josie Jackson. <laughs> Josie Jackson man she came to get uh products and then she said she just felt like she needed to be helping and uh pastor robert said that she ended up staying and helping and work like a trooper so that's what it's all about it's about kingdom building um uh i have I, all the time asked uh, i get asked the question well are they bringing people into you? is it bringing people into your ministry feeding the community is it bringing people into your community into your fellowship that's not what we're doing it for we're doing it because it's kingdom business. It is kingdom business. And, and, and Jesus even said, go all the w- go into the, you, go ye into all of the world. He didn't say stay in a building, go into the building and do your work. But he said, go into the world, go into the hedges and the highways yeah. and the byways and compel them to come. And so that's what we are doing. We are about our father's business. And so we say, thank you. Um, for those of you who follow us on, on social media, thank you so much for coming out and supporting and allowing us to serve you because that's what we are here to do. We are here to serve you. And also, we want you to be blessed. We want you to be blessed and you can be blessed by giving, by giving. The Bible says that um, that if when you sow, that you shall reap. And it says to uh, uh, sow and to store, uh, uh, send your 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 ties to the storehouse, so that there will be meat in my house. It's not only meaning meat in the the house of the church, but it's also talking about meat in your own very house, in your house. So whatever it is that that God lays on your heart to give, we ask that you would sow that seed. Uh, uh, you can give by uh, texting OAWC. Uh, I tell you what, the best way to go, because I don't have that number up there, best way to go is just look for Open Altar Worship's Open Altar, uh, O-A-W-C, Open Altar at Cash App, Open Altar at Cash App. Um, And we we don't prime and pump giving because it's not about us, but we ask you to give because it's about you, and you want to keep the windows of heaven open and flowing towards you through your giving through your giving, and so we praise God for that. Um, And as I said, we are going to be starting a new sermon series on today. So what I want to do, I just want to open up in prayer before we get started. Father, I just praise you, and I thank you for today. I thank you, God, for all that you have allowed us to partake in. Father, I thank you because um, you have just been so uh, uh, wonderfully Uh, wonderful to us you've been so merciful and so kind and so father I ask that you would allow for what I say today and the word that you have placed in my spirit to give unto the people of God that God that you would be pleased and blessed by it in Jesus name that you would be pleased by the words that come out of my mouth you're not that you would be uh, pleased and blessed by the word that I give but the people would be blessed oh God and that they would be set free and delivered in Jesus name amen and amen um as i said before we are uh, we are starting a sermon series um and uh pastor robert talked about it in his opening prayer talking about be thankful be thankful let me just read um um let me just read my opening well no i don't want to go there just yet what i want to say first of all when 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 you do something for someone um, or when you give them something, what do you expect in return? You expect a thank you. You expect for them to say thank you. And then if they don't say thank you, what does it say? It's, you know, in your mind, you're like, man, they're ungrateful. Or you can possibly say they were rude. Am I right? You can say they're. Or, or, or uh, uh, when you say that you're thankful. Um, uh, it says that I understand and I appreciate what you did for me because you did not have to do it. You did not have to give it to me. You didn't have to show me the favor that you showed me. And so thankful, being, being thank when someone uh, uh, does something and you fail to say thank you, you can look at that as being rude. So it's the same principle that applies to God. All that God does for us, he doesn't call us rude. You never heard God said you're rude. You know what I'm saying? But yet, God does things for us every day that we fail to say thank you for. God shows us mercy every day that we fail to tell him thank you for. So let's look at Philippians, uh, 1 Thessalonians 5.18. That is is going to be our scripture. You're going to continuously hear it. You're going to continuously hear it. I want to read it in the Amplified uh, Translation first. It says, in every situation, some situations, in every situation, no matter what, No matter what the circumstances are, no matter what you're dealing with right now, no matter what you're going through right now, what does it say? Be thankful. Be thankful. But not only just be thankful, but it says continually give thanks to God. For what? This is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. This is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. I like it in the message translation. The message uh, translations, and I'm going to need to go back up to verse 16. It says, be cheerful no matter what. You ever been around anybody that you know everything is breaking loose in their life, but yet they they are, you know, they never ha- seem like they have a problem or a care in this world. And sometimes, let me just put a little plug here. Sometimes the, the 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 people in the world can be more cheerful than the people of God, than the children of God. We got more things to be thankful for. But yet, sometimes we can be the most ungrateful and, un- and unthankful and not be walking around with a doom and a gloom. But it says, be cheerful no matter what. Pray all the time. This is it. It says, thank God no matter what happens. No matter what happens to you, it says to thank God. Why? Because this is the way God wants you who belong To Christ Jesus to live. So this is the way we're supposed to be living. We are supposed to be living with an attitude of thankfulness. We are supposed to be living in a place of thanksgiving. Being thankful means to be full of thanks. Let's just put it that way. Full of thanks. Well, 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 what does being thankful mean? Let's look at what thankful, being thankful means. Means it says the act of giving thanks or expressing gratitude for favors or mercy received. The Bible says that new mercies we receive every day, God gives us His favor every day, and so it says that for those favors, for those mercies, we are to give God thanks. We don't, like the song says, some things we don't even, he, he gives us what we don't deserve. Sometimes we deserve punishment. Sometimes we deserve a spanking. But God says, no, I'm going to spare you from, the thank, from that spanking. When we are thankful, it means that... And you can take that off the screen. When we are thankful, it means that we have a right apprehension of what has been done for us. We we literally embrace it and say, I understand totally what you did for me. And so I say that I am thankful because I I, I have embraced it and I understand it. I apprehend and I know exactly this is what you did for me. Let me tell you... um when I, I was in prayer this week and um, how many of y'all have just started saying, Lord, I thank you, Lord, I thank you. You, you know, you, you're you in prayer, Lord, I thank you, Lord, I thank you. And I'm like, God, I just think, I mean, I was going in. I said, Lord, I thank you. And the Holy Ghost arrested me and said, well, what are you thanking him for? Woo, that hit me like a ton of bricks. So what I began to do When the Holy Spirit said, what am I thanking God for? I said, God, I thank you because I have a roof over my head and that I'm not out on the street. I said, God, I thank you that I got a car in my garage and that I'm not having to catch public transportation or walk where I'm going. God, I thank you because I got food in my refrigerator. And when I get ready to get up from this time of prayer with you, I can go in there and fix me some breakfast and not wonder where my next meal is coming from. I said, God, I thank you because you've given me the wealth of the rich. You've given me the wealth and the the riches, and I have good health. I got a good mind. I began to tell God what I was thankful for. So God is asking us today, what are you thankful for? What are you thankful for? When we say thank you, and see, as I began to list the things that God was, that I was thankful for, I began to recall in my memory, I, it began to make my mind process exactly what God has done for me and where he has brought me from. So when you say thank you, it causes you to remember where God has brought you from. God has delivered us. I know that's all. Oh, he's delivered me from, a, from the muck and the miry clay. Exactly what was the muck and the miry clay that God delivered us from? Woo! When we say thank you, we, 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 we value the benefits of being able to say thank you and the benefits that have been given to us. And the Bible says that uh, uh, for this is the will, it means that it is our obligation. So when we say thank you, we understand that we are obligated to say thank you. It said that this is the w- I didn't write the word. It says this is the way God wants you who belong to Christ Jesus to live. So we are obligated to say thank you because this is the way that God wants us to live. He wants us to live in a posture of saying thank you. Thank you. It's so funny this morning because I did something, you know, technology. I'm a technology person. But on last night, we have our heat. It got chilly. So I went to go turn the heat on up upstairs and technology. The 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 it, there, it, there's a thermostat that doesn't have any controls, but there was a remote. There's a remote control for the thermostat, and so the thermostat said low battery. So I did not. I didn't know. It didn't have. You know how normally it has a place where you can see that you got to replace the batteries in it. This didn't have that. But it had a little plug on the back where it looked like you plug into the wall and then you charge the battery. That's what I thought. I I was like, okay, good. So I did it. It blinked. It came on, and then it went off. The screen blanked out. I was like, okay. So Pastor Robert took it out to the garage and took it to his workbench, and it's like, you know, I was like, we couldn't figure out. We did not understand how to get this thing open. We looked at it. It was like, no, it's not supposed to get open. Well, I went to YouTube and found out, not YouTube, but, and found out anyhow, long story short, it pops open. There was the batteries. Changed the batteries. No screen. Nothing on the screen came on. So needless to say, last night we slept in our house upstairs, and I'm going somewhere with this, with no heat. So wake up this morning, and Pastor Robert comes downstairs. What did you say, Baby. And by the way, let me pause. I I praise God for my husband, Pastor Robert. He's my my sweetheart. But he came down the stairs and he said, you know what? He said, one good thing is, he said, we got two units. One downstairs, one upstairs. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I said, but I plugged it in. And he said, we're not talking about that. We are going to give thanks to God. And he didn't know. He said, we are thanking God because we have two units. And see, sometimes we find ourselves in a place of something that we have done on our own. We may have plugged ourselves into the wrong circuit and miswired ourselves and blanked ourselves out to where it's, oh, we're we're cold. We find ourselves in a place of desolation. But in that place of desolation, there is yet a time to say thank you. So having two units in the house, well, you know, praise God for that. We've never had a house where we had two units, one upstairs and downstairs. So if we get cold upstairs, we can go downstairs. So uh, you know, I was just so thankful that that God that 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 Pastor Robert, he said, "Oh my God." He said, "Thank God." So Examples of thankfulness. Do you understand that Jesus was our greatest example of showing us how to be thankful? Everybody always looks for an example. Um, like I was looking for an example of how to get that, that, that uh, 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 remote control open for the heater, for the heat, for the thermostat. An example. Jesus was our greatest example on how to be thankful. Let's look at Mark 6 and 26. Well, I don't think it's in there. Uh, uh, Matthew 6 and 26, uh, Jesus was literally, he said, look, he was was giving us an example of how to be thankful to God and to appreciate God for watching over us, for watching over us. He said, look at the birds. He said, they don't, they don't worry about planting or harvesting or storing food. He said, why? He said, because their heavenly father, he feeds them. He said, now, aren't you more valuable than them? And then he also said, can all you worrying about a single moment of your life, about what situation you're in right now, what you're going through right now, can it add a single moment to your life? No, it can't. Worrying about food and clothing, worrying about uh, uh, where I'm going to go. Is he said the lilies of the field don't even worry about it, and I clothe them. He said, yet yeah, Solomon dressed in as beautiful as, uh, they weren't even clothed as beautiful as Solomon was. And he says, if God can care so wonderfully about the wildflowers who are here today and gone tomorrow, will he not certainly care for you? He says, why, do, why are you of so little faith? He was showing us how to be thankful. Jesus was showing us, look, don't be concerned about the situation. But he says, my Father cares for you. So be thankful. He was thankful that God was listening to him. Think about it. When, uh, when uh, he went to go get uh, Lazarus, Martha and them had come and said, look, my brother has been dead and he's been in the tomb for four days. And Jesus spoke and said, you know, um, rolling the tomb away. But before you see, you see that, he says, I thank you, Father, that you hear me. He was being thankful that God was listening to him. He showed us an example of how to be thankful. And then he also said, I thank you for, uh, uh, he was thankful for provision. He showed us how to be thankful for what we have. Not, you know, being un- ungrateful, but being able to look at what he has. He said the fish and the five loaves of bread. Before he broke them, what did he do? He said he gave thanks. He gave thanks. And I didn't even realize this. And then again, in that same, in, in Matthew 15, he, it was seven loaves. And he then, again, it says before he broke them, he gave thanks. But then what was the ultimate thing was when I was researching and looking, he also gave thanks for sacrificing his life over in Matthew 26, 26, and 27. He thanked God for the opportunity to sacrifice his life. How do you mean? When they were taking the Passover, when they were uh, uh, eating, he said that, he said, take, eat, this is my body. And he says, then he took the cup and when he had given thanks, that was an example of his body. That was an example of his blood that he was getting ready to shed. So he he gave thanks for being able to sacrifice his life. He showed us how to live a life of thanksgiving. But when I was thinking about it, I was saying it takes faith. To be thankful. It takes faith. To say God I thank you. When all hell is breaking loose in our life. It takes faith to say thank you. When you look in your bank account. And it says zero. And you know you got bills to pay. It takes faith. To say thank you. For my healing. When you yet still feel the pain. It takes faith. To say thank you. Why? Because we understand that we serve a God that is greater than any situation that we can ever go through. We can say thank you. It takes faith to say thank you. Why? Because we understand that whatever we're going through, we we understand that it's working together for our good. It doesn't mean that we're denying the problem or that we're living in, in, in a place of denial. But what it says, I'm looking beyond what I'm going through. And I understand, God, that this right here is only temporary. This right here is only a temporary thing that I'm going through. Because I understand that no weapon that is formed against me is going to prosper. And I'm not dwelling in what I see, but God, I'm dwelling in what I don't see. It takes faith. So let's look at. Some some benefits, and I'm gonna be out of your way. Some benefits of being thankful. Benefits of being thankful. First of all, when when in, in the world I, I was, when I was doing some research, even with the world, in a in in, in a psychological sense, being thankful has a, a benefits to us one of the benefits that is said that uh uh, come from being thankful it boosts our immune system who would ever think being thankful boosts our immune system it also improves our mental health this is what psychology today says it says that it improves our mental health being thankful also improves our relationships being thankful can stop you from being depressed and then listen to this this is what what got me being thankful can even help you sleep better being thankful can help you sleep better it says uh uh writing in a journal some things that you are thankful for before you go to sleep can cause you to sleep better why because it empties your mind of all of that negativity Before you go to sleep, you're dumping your mind. And so all of that that you've gone through through the day is now dumped out into your journal. And so therefore, it clears your mind and allows you to sleep better. Being thankful, according to psychology today, it improves your self-esteem. Nobody came to you If you are thankful for, for what, what's going on in your life, nobody can come and conquer you and say, you know what, you ain't this. No, I'm thank, I thank God I am where I am. I thank God I look the way I look. I thank God my hair is the way I, it is. It improves us, our, our self-esteem, and it also increases our mental health. We're not walking around depressed being thankful. Now, that's what psychology today says. But let's look at what the Bible says about being thankful. First of all, being thankful glorifies God. Being thankful glorifies God. And I'm going to go through these real, not real quick, but I'm going to go through them. It says, 2 Corinthians 4 and 15, it says, all of this is for your benefit. It's for your benefit. And as God's grace reaches more people, there will be great thanksgiving, okay, So as God's grace reaches more people, there will be great thanksgiving and God will receive more and more glory. So the more people that give thanks, the more that you say thank you out of your mouth in the midst of circumstances and around the world and around other people. People are like, you know, Paul, you ought to be feeling like this or you ought to be thinking like this. And I like what you said, Paul. God told you to shut up. Because sometimes our thoughts can get into our own way. But the more that that God sees that people see a change in your life and see you saying, Thank God for the change, thank God. There it says that God gets the glory. So being thankful glorifies God. Number two, being thankful helps us to see God. Being thankful helps us to see God. Listen to this. James 1, 16 and 17. It says, don't be misled, my brothers and sisters. It says that um, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from God, our father who created all the lights in heaven, he never changes or casts a shadow. So when we look at this, it opens up our spiritual eyes. When we, when we began to say thank you, as I did on this week, and began to list the things and said, I'm thankful for this, I'm thankful for that, it, be, it allowed me to see God in the midst of my life. It allowed me to see God in the midst of my situation, understanding that everything that I have, every perfect and every, uh, 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 every good and perfect gift, God, you've given it to me. You delivered me from my past. You delivered me from this and you delivered me from that. God, I think. So it allowed me to see God operating in my past as well as my present. Number three. Being thankful brings peace. And my favorite scripture, when I was going through and in the hospital, they didn't know what was wrong with me, and I stayed in the hospital, couldn't eat, and I remember Pastor Robert had the Bible on the side of the bed, and this particular verse was my scripture, was our scripture that we stood on, which was Philippians 4, 6, and 7. It says, don't worry about anything. But instead, pray about everything. Don't worry about anything. But pray about everything. When you are able to pray, you're getting your mind off of your situation. And it says, tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then that that next verse says, and then You will experience God's peace when you are thankful, when you give God thanks for the situation. Not, listen to me now, you're not saying, God, I thank you for the situation. It says, but I thank you, God, that you are delivered. See, we get it twisted. It says, in everything, not for everything, but in everything, we are to give God thanks. God, I'm not thanking you. That I have this, but I'm not thanking you because I'm sick. I'm not thanking you. I'm thanking you, God, because you are a God that delivers. You are a God that sets free. So it says that when you, expi- when you begin to thank God, it takes your mind off of that. And it says you will experience God's peace. The peace that exceeds anything we can understand. And his peace will do what? It will guard. It will guard you. So once you begin to say thank you, his peace comes in, and then the peace will guard your heart against the attack of the enemy. It will allow your heart not to become bitter towards the situation. It will allow your heart to be tender towards God. Number four, it causes us to remember his love. Psalms 136 and 1 says, "Give." Thanks to the Lord. Oh, my God. I'm giving thanks to you, God, because I understand that your faithful love endures forever. It it causes us to remember his love. You need need to know how to say thank you. Go to the Psalms. Go to the Psalms to the beginning and start at at, at chapter 1 psalms 1 and just start reading there's all sorts of accounts in there where it teaches us and it helps us to say how to be thankful put yourself in some of those prayers but it says i give thanks god because you're good and your love endures towards me forever number five and i only got two more it says it stops us from believing the enemy's lies when we say that we're thankful, look at Psalms 84 and 11. It says, for the Lord is our son and our shield. He gives us grace and glory. The Lord will withhold no good thing from those who do what is right. So in other words, when the enemy comes to you and accuses you, well, you shouldn't have did that. You shouldn't have did this. It says that he gives grace. He gives grace and glory to me. So when you thank God, you're understanding that, wait a minute, I walk in a place of grace. I walk in a place of mercy. So Satan, you cannot accuse me and make me feel condemned about what happened. If I brought it to the Lord, if I, if, if, if I know God, I said, Lord, I sinned, I messed up. And I mess up a lot in my life. But when I come to God and say, God, I, 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 I just uh, uh, I, I repent, God, I messed up, I made the wrong decision. Like Jesus, I understand that God heard me the first time. So I didn't have to keep coming back to him and asking him for forgiveness. I didn't have to allow the enemy to continue to beat me up. It allows me not to walk in a place of self-condemnation. I don't have to believe his lies. I can believe that, God, you're not going to withhold anything from me because I'm your son. I'm your daughter. Number six, and this is one that I, I have to live by because sometimes I can be anxious about some things. But number six, it says, thankfulness helps us to live in the present. In the present. Let's look at Ecclesiastes 7 and 10. It says, don't long for the good old days. This is not wise. You ever heard, child, I used to do this, and child, I used to do that, I used to do that. Always remembering what you did. Forget about what you did. The Bible says to forgetting those things that were behind, but I press forward to the mark of the prize of the high calling. Not remembering the former things, but I'm remembering the greater things that God has for me. It will cause you to live in the present because you will begin to see exactly where God has brought you from and where you are right now. You're standing in a great position in him. You're standing in a place of righteousness. You're standing in a place of healing. You're standing in a place of deliverance. When you understand, when you give thanks, it will cause you not to continue to remember the past helps you to live in the present I had somebody to tell me that anxiety comes when you begin to think of tomorrow or the next hour or the next week but we have to learn how to live in the present stop being anxious can you can you can you predict what's gonna happen the next hour you can plan but you can't predict am I right you can plan but you cannot predict you cannot see into the future of what's going to happen even when you leave church today. Even when you get offline for with us today, you cannot predict it but you can plan. So why even worry about it? Make your plans, your plans fall through? Oh well. <laughs> Be all right about it. <laughs> I'm just being honest. It will cause us to not be anxious and live right in the present. Number seven, and this is my last one. Thankfulness brings us into the presence of God. It brings us into the presence of God. Psalms 104 says, enter his gates with what? With thanksgiving. When you thank God, you are entering into his presence. You're not thanking God for your situation, but you're thanking him who is the deliverer. Of anything that the enemy can bring your way. It brings you into the presence, enter his gates with thanksgiving and then what? Go into his courts with praise. God, I'm praising you. I'm praising you. You are mighty. You are wonderful, God. God, you are awesome. You're amazing. God, you are just so wonderful. Why, God? Because God, I should have been dead last night. But I praise you that I was able to wake up this morning. I praise you, God, that I was able to lift my hands today. I praise you, God. Ah! Enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. And then it says, remember what I said at the very beginning? We got to continuously give him thanks. It says give thanks to him. To him. And praise his name. Praise his name. So I encourage everyone on today who is in the building with us. And who's watching us online. situation give God thanks show him the gratitude stop being rude to him stop being ungrateful I know you may not be where you want to be but be thankful be thankful so what I'm going to do a little exercise as we close out I want everyone in the building to stand to your feet And we're going to go off the air. We're going to close out Facebook just like this. I want everyone to lift your hands. Sister Holly, you're going to have to stick with me because I'm going to give you a cue because we're going to go out praising God. And what I want you to do, I just want you to begin to say out of your mouth what you are thankful to God about. Come on. God, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Because you have given us your word. I thank you, God. Hallelujah. Because, God, you have kept my mind. All the things that we have gone through, God, you have kept us. You've kept me to this place, oh, God. God, I thank you. Tell If you're watching us via social media, just begin to say, God, I thank you. God, I thank you. I know even with COVID going on, many people have lost loved ones, but it was God's will. Nobody can determine the day or the day, the night, the time of the day. But when God calls his soldiers home, he calls them home. We may not understand it, but God, I thank you that you have called them home and that when you call them home,